before we start the show, I wanted to let you know about a limited opportunity. The doors are open to our online community. Where we're helping clinicians get confidence and success when dealing with the complexity of pain we see in practice. We have Brownie Thompson, Mike Stewart, and myself helping clinicians get the training they need to get comfortable managing pain well. You get live events, workshops, peer support, and direct feedback on your practice and your unique struggles. You can visit the community on your computer or on the go on your smartphone. The doors are closing on May 8th, so make sure you check out modernpainpro.com for all the details and to start transforming your practice today. Changing the story around pain. This is the Modern Pain Podcast, helping to improve the understanding and treatment of pain across the world through education, advice from experts in the field, personal stories from those living well with pain, and more. A modern approach to pain treatment, management, and education, while helping to bring the patient voice back to healthcare. This is the Modern Pain Podcast. Here's your host, Dr. Mark Cardula. What is going on, everybody? It's Mark Cardula, lead faculty and CEO here at Modern Pain Care. We make you the complete clinician. Up for another episode of the Modern Pain Podcast, and this week we're going to talk about probably one of the few quotes I've ever had that may have been worth something that uh, I've said. Jared took it and felt it was it was worth worth uh, putting on Jared's Instagram, which is when I knew I made it big time right there. When I when I can make Dr. Jared Hall PT, DPT's Instagram feed, that's that's a that's a feat. I, I joke, but it is. Jared's obviously built a uh, quite a following on Instagram. If you aren't following him, you should be. Um, but uh, it's it's around manual therapy. And I, I've, if you've listened to this podcast, you know I've had the journey with manual therapy and it kind of left me disappointed and, you know, feeling like I wanted to quit and then, you know, kind of put it in perspective. It, it's still part of practice, but, you know, I'm not, you know, enamored by needing to be a manual therapist or that that it's something that I need to define myself by, but it can have its place. And it was actually in a conversation with Peter O'Sullivan and Gillette Belton on the podcast, gosh, a while back. Maybe we'll link it in the show notes here. You guys can listen to it. But um, it was just a discussion and, and something I said that kind of came to my mind as I was hearing these two talk about some of the things they were doing, uh, experiencing with their clinical practice and then Gillette's patient experience. But before we get into that, let's let's hear how Jared's doing. How are you doing, Jared? Man, I'm doing good. Um, I wanted to talk about this, you know, just in a really quick episode, kind of almost like a soundbite episode to get people thinking a little bit, um, because I've seen this quote floating around on the social medias. Uh, and, and I recognize that it was a quote from you um, back a few years ago. And if I remember correctly, I actually think it was in Peter O'Sullivan's master class uh, that we had in our Lifelong Learning Academy is maybe when that originally came up. Maybe maybe it was the podcast. I don't know. We've done a lot of these things now, so I, it, it gets confused. Um, but when you said it, it uh, it rung a bell for me because I had never thought about it exactly that way or I had never put it into words. Um, but what you said was, Manual therapy should be supportive, not corrective. And I really liked the way that that sounded because what the message that it sends is immediately manual therapy is okay to do. And I think that um, a lot of people hear what we are not saying and a lot of people um, maybe hear what some other people are not saying and think that because manual therapy doesn't do um, a lot of the super sexy special things that we have been taught that it does, uh, that it should never be done. And that's that's probably just not very accurate. Um, so it, it immediately qualifies that manual therapy is okay to do. But what it does is it qualifies that with stipulations. Manual therapy should be used to support your patient. It should help with the process. It should help with their plan of care. It should 
support whatever the end goals are, it should not be corrective. So meaning it probably shouldn't just be this completely passive, uh, 100% passive uh, experience where the patient perceives that they're broken for one, right? To correct something means that it is incorrect or dysfunctional um, and that they need to be fixed for two, right? Uh, so to me, that that concept also you know, when you read between the lines, it sends the message of manual therapy being more of a dancing with the nervous system type of intervention versus a correcting the biological system type of intervention. Um, so, you know, since you're the originator of the quote, I- I'd like to hear your thoughts um, rather than my I think it just came through, and it was, I don't want to say, it was kind of an aha moment, but it was during their discussion and kind of back and forth of, of how Gilletta was seeing it and, and perceiving it and how, you know, current science and what Peter O'Sullivan was talking at the time, how we kind of know what it does. And I think, you know, Peter probably gets unfairly said, oh, you think this manual therapy stuff's horrible. And I know I've been labeled as, as a hater on manual therapy. I just think a realist on the fact that it doesn't do anything amazingly special. If you, whether you want to be a manipulator or mobilizer, you, I don't see how you can look at that and, and the data around it and say that, of course, you can dig a study here and there, and then you can drum up all these fancy statistics of numbers needed to harm if you don't do it, which you can do pretty much with any intervention. That's a whole nother podcast. Um, numbers need to harm is probably one of my more annoying statistics because it's, it's a marketing statistic in my opinion, but I don't I get where it comes from. But anyway, uh, where manual therapy doesn't mean you don't need to do it, but just how do you position it? And if you can look at it in your, in your way, you operate as a clinician, whether you're a PT chiropractor or whatever, that I'm just, it's, it's, I'm going to support this person. And it becomes like, it's not the main event. It's not the thing that should be at the center stage of what we're doing. It can be part of it, especially if the patient values it and they feel like it needs to be part of it, but it needs to be positioned that this is a support to get you to do. And Matt Lowe is one of the people that's really pushed me to think this way. The really important intervention is how we're going to get you doing things that are valuable in your life outside of this freaking clinic off of this plinth. But um, there's just been this manual therapy environment where it's all about what we do with our needles or our hands or are these things. And I'm not saying it can't have a place, but it, if it isn't in the light of getting people off of those interventions and not needing to be on tables, because that's not where life is lived. It isn't lived laying on a table. It isn't lived um, where life is lived is outside those four walls of your clinic. And I think we're doing people a disservice by continuously pushing narratives of something broken that needs to be corrected. It's good marketing. People dig it. People will, will buy that. Uh, message because it's been going on forever but i think we can do so much better and i think we have a duty to do better science is telling us that anyone ha- it's what's not it is not what is happening with manual therapy that we're fixing or correcting things and yet we still push those narratives on people which usually i mean some people can take it and not get too worried about it and they navigate life but there are a lot of people where that is a very disabling costly narrative that can can take them away from life you mentioned in our last podcast um, about the defense and defect podcast for your patient who was sold a bag of goods of how certain movements were going to be you know horrible catastrophic to his back's functioning moving forward and i think the more we paint these pictures of you know defects of, that need to be corrected the more we create people like that that are not in life because they're paralyzed by these this movement jail we put them in um, unnecessarily, which I think we got, we got to do better than that. So I don't know what's been your experience with that mindset around manual therapy, kind of supportive versus corrective, Jared. 
Yeah, I, I mean, for me, I think that uh, from the clinician standpoint, it it matters a lot how you clinically reason where manual therapy fits in and, and when and why. But then from the patient perspective, it matters a lot the way that manual therapy is maybe explained to them and and what it's doing and, and why it's being included in in their treatment and their plan of care. Uh, because like you like you mentioned, the guy that we talked about last podcast episode, defense versus defect. Uh, the wrong message can stick with some people and no, it doesn't stick with everybody. And, and that's the argument I get. Oh, I say this stuff to my patients all the time and everybody's fine. Well, A, you're, you're full of shit because not everybody is perfectly fine. That tells me that you're just being ego driven and, and not necessarily even aware of when you're sending some unhelpful message to people. But yeah, a lot of people are fine, but not everybody is. And is it worth risking uh Creating a situation like the gentleman I talked about last podcast, and I've seen I've seen a hundred or a thousand of people with beliefs like that. People that quit playing tennis because their SI joint gets out of place, and they're tired of having to go get it put back in, and uh, you know, quit doing this type of exercise because it over facilitates those muscles, and you don't want to over facilitate those muscles because you're going to have this posture and blah blah blah. blah right? So. Um, the messaging that comes with what manual therapy is doing sends, uh, you know, a deep understanding about how the body functions to patients. And we want that understanding of how the body functions to probably be a little bit more robust and adaptable rather than defective and maladaptable. Yeah, I think um, when people understand the support and, you know, we're not correcting, we're, we're decreasing sensitivity to movement through, you know, applying passive movement. Strangely, the body, especially when you got a good narrative and a, a confident therapist and all these things where you can nudge the body with, especially if your narrative is amazingly provocative and, you know, resonates with the patient, regardless of its scientific merit, whether you're saying, you know, hey, we're just decreasing sensitivity through some movement to help you get less pain and move better or the corrective thing. I mean, I, you know, again, working alongside osteopathic Physicians, I face palm regularly on the narratives of how broken and unaligned and frail and fraught these folks are. And again, a lot of people go in and out of their office doesn't really matter. They don't really get too worried about it. They get whatever treatment done to the area and they they move on. But there are a lot of people where, holy cow, like you said, have stopped life because of this fear of things slipping in on a place, which to me is just a, we got to do better as professionals get up with science. You know, you can't bury yourself in an association of uh, where it's just confirmation bias. We're all doing it the right way. Well, the only reason you're doing it the right way is because you're not exposing yourself to any other viewpoints on it. I mean, if you publish the same journals and go to the same conferences all day, yeah, you're going to feel like you're you're knocking it out of the park with everybody. Um, and that's just, you know, we're going to seek confirmation. That's what we do as humans. But our patients deserve better. And I think we can do better by, and I think just that simple look of manual therapy as a supportive versus corrective, it's probably the way if I was to summarize how I transitioned, how I looked at manual therapy, that would be the way I'd, I'd think about it. It is not the center stage main intervention. Um, it can be part of a supportive effort to get a patient off of bed and back into life, um, but it is not any need to get overly complex with it. You don't need to get ridiculously overtrained in it. Be good technically, and being good technically is how you explain it, how well you 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 get a patient handled comfortably to where they can let go and, and let and be confident with what you're doing. Um, yeah, you got to be able to nudge and move things. And there's ways we we teach it that there's some skill to it. I think I don't think it's completely like you know a monkey could do it, but um, 
for some of the manipulative techniques, I think you could teach a pretty a layman to go in there and, and whack and crack pretty easily. I don't think there's as much skill um, as uh, on that side, maybe. But um, the skill is the interaction, which I think you know sometimes we don't realize, realize, especially some maybe of the guru maniotherapists. If you look and step back, there's a lot of the nonspecifics and, and contextual things they set up to where they're just masters at getting patients bought into what they're doing, and they're going to have a great response, even if the technique isn't as perfect as they need to, just because they're so masterful at that communication piece. But anything you want to leave folks with, uh, Jared, before we wrap up today? No, no, just issuing the challenge of um, this week, go into the clinic and challenge yourself to think about manual therapy as supportive, not corrective. Challenge yourself to explain manual therapy as supportive and not corrective and uh uh, start start changing the narrative. Um, so hopefully, at, at some point in time, we're not. Yeah, uh, we're yeah. all speaking we're, the we're, same language. When you're hearing this, we're probably in the midst of our challenge that we're delivering right now to um, uh, folks. As far as a five day challenge, um, we'll probably have it run more than once, just because it's one of those things we want to offer some abilities for people to get involved free. Just challenge your thinking, challenge your way in clinic, start getting yourself um, to start moving into more of a person-centered, patient-centered way of getting after it. That still allows you to be a skilled clinician, just you know, reconceptualizing what it means to be skilled and supportive versus corrective is definitely one way to, to, to move that direction. So we're going to leave you with that today. Hopefully you guys enjoyed the episode. If there's anything else we can talk about that would help you in your journey, definitely let us know. Jared or Mark at modernpaincare.com and we're happy to... Uh, talk about whatever you think you would like. And if there's any other questions or concerns you have, definitely reach out. You know where to find us on social media and we're happy to have those conversations. So until next time, you guys have a good one. This has been another episode of the Modern Pain Podcast with Dr. Mark Karchula. Join us next time as we continue our journey to help change the story around pain. For more information on the show, visit modernpaincare.com. Also, visit the Pain Masterminds Network on Facebook for free education and resources. This podcast is for educational and informational purposes only. It is not a substitute for medical advice or treatment. Please consult a licensed professional for your specific medical needs. Changing the story around pain. This is the Modern Pain Podcast.